guys, welcome to the Skates the Throats podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Ray Patton. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and uh, counterpart, Coda Lashock. Hello. Lashock. Hello, you beautiful people. How are you? You're doing a lot better today than me. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> no, I'm great. No, I, I, I think, and this is a little, we'll go into a little sidebar. I'm pretty sure my work is terrified I'm going to sue them because uh, I cut my finger like all the way almost down to the bone on a shard of glass in a truck and they didn't give me uh cut gloves for it but other than that man i've been i've been doing great so i'm very thankful that you dragged me into this lawsuit uh, yeah man so i'm basically the public cabana exactly I'm the cabana of your cm punk i see so you are all <laughs> accomplices so i mean we might as well start this out with a rivalry that we've talked about previously, Flyers versus Devils last night. Well, yeah, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's just get this out of the way and try to figure out how we can stop the dumpster fire that is the New Jersey Devils this season. Boy, jeez. They looked good last night. I'll give them that, but fuck, as of late, they've been terrible. He looks really good against the Lightning as well. Um, Snyder was... Some of, some of the stuff I'll let go and, and be... Yeah, like, some terrible defense. Some terrible offense. I mean, they scored six goals, so it's hard to, like, really shit on the offense, um, against, at least in the the Tampa game. Against you guys last night, I thought they played very well. Taylor Hall scores a goal, uh, ties it up 3-3. They go into overtime, eventually lose in a shootout. I think they're bringing back the websites, like, how many days since Devils won a shootout. <laughs> Definitely. Should be bringing that back. Uh, if you look at the Devils' overtime losses and shootout losses, I think it's either four games or five games they went into and only came out with a point, which is terrible. That is the worst-case scenario for, <laughs> for, for my team. Um, yep. Devils are in the bottom of the league right there with the Red Wings. Uh, Flyers seem to be doing good, as expected. I know there's a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a, a goalie controversy going on over there with Elliot playing so well. Hart looked, I would say, solid last night. He had some big saves. Um, any thoughts on your team before I deep dive on how bad the Devils are? Excellent. Yes, I have several thoughts. Um, one, I did think Carter Hart looked great last night. I guess uh, losing the way he did, you just need to take a step back and really reevaluate your training and whatnot. And it seems to. Seems to have been a good thing for him. Uh, I think offensively, you got three solid lines doing work. Our defense is looking better. Um, it's just all the pieces coming together, and uh, you know it's it's still the beginning of the season. But I think we got a pretty good look at what we can expect this season from the Flyers. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing to take away is how good they are on faceoff and uh, their pen- penalty kill. The, yeah. If the Flyers can control the puck, I think Konechny has looked amazing this year. Just got and, some uh, filthy mitts, dude. LeBlanc looked really good last night. Uh, even though I, fucking, I'm. We might as well talk about it. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Kyle Palmieri. Uh, all right. So Jack Hughes gets checked up high. Palmieri grabs a guy. They both drop gloves out of respect for each other, and Palmieri catches a. 10-minute misconduct penalty. Is this where the league is going? 
Dakota? Is is this where we're at? Because I, I think, like I said last night, I te- I immediately texted you because you said, yeah, hey, sometimes you got to fight the refs. And I was like, if this happened to the Flyers, I would feel the same way about this misconduct. Why? Well, yeah, I mean, and I say that to you because, you know, the Flyers have not always had the, uh, the benefit of having great refs. Um, you know, there's been a couple of famous cases where we've had to fight the refs as well. I think it's just every now and again, a ref makes a bad goal. I mean, there was a couple of times last season, namely the Vegas and San Jose game. You know, it was just a normal <laughs> face-off check and, you know, uh, Joe Pavelski fell wrong and then turns into this misconduct thing and it's a it's a big to-do. Um, yeah, I mean, I looking at the video and stuff, I didn't really see anything that was worthy of game misconduct, but... You know, if the ref saw something different, that's that's his job to say so. Yeah, well, apparently the ref is fucking blind because there was no misconduct there. If the, if this is where we're going with the NHL, just take fighting out in general. If if you can't grab a player after a hit like that that's up high that the ref didn't call, and I mean it was it was borderline. I'm not gonna call it a dirty hit. After all, I'm a Scott Stevens fan. I think it was a clean fucking hit. But if you're on the ice and your number one draft pick gets hit like that. You've got to make a move. Palm stepped up, made a move, grabbed the guy. He didn't bully him. He didn't hit him from behind. He didn't slash him with a stick. There wasn't any of that. Like, I don't understand what the misconduct part of that is if hockey is allowed. Or, like, if fighting is allowed in hockey. <laughs> if hockey is allowed in fighting, I should say. Um, that I guess that was my big problem with the game. I mean, you take one of the top forwards for the Devils out coming off a hat trick for 10 minutes and I'm not going to blame the loss on that because like, like you said, the devils and the flyers, I think both played a really good game and it goes to shootout, which is always a coin toss. Devils usually, I mean, outside of Kovalchuk have statistically sucked at shootout for a very, very long time. So I wasn't surprised they lost in shootout. They've lost three this year. Um, but I was a little upset about this uh, penalty because I've seen this multiple times in different games where big hit happens or yeah, a non-call happens, player grabs a guy, and then he gets a 10-minute penalty, and it's just take fighting out. If that if that's where we're at, if only the the goons or the fighters are allowed to fight, then just, just take it out of the game. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. I mean, it, the whole spirit of hockey is anyone can drop gloves at any time. Um, <laughs> you need proof of that. Just look at Svechnikov and a... Ovechkin last year uh just guy chose to drop the gloves didn't realize it was the wrong person to drop gloves with but uh yeah I totally agree if it's if it's not something anyone can do then it shouldn't be in the game I mean to me a misconduct is something like uh Phil Kessel going after people's legs with a hockey stick like it's a fucking lightsaber or or... buying all the stock of tacos from the nearest Del Taco and (laughs) then causing inconvenience for everyone who comes in after him I mean, clearly boarding someone when their face is turned to the glass. Like, there's evident, like, there's things that you should get a misconduct for, but yeah, you can't say fighting is allowed in hockey, and then there's an event that happens that should deserve a fight, and then give a guy a 10-minute penalty. I thought it was bullshit. I yeah. don't think that's why the Devils lost. I'm not going to blame it on that. I think that it could have been a different game, considering he came off a, uh, like I said, a hat trick the previous, uh, the, pre- the his last encounter, um, not with the Flyers, but his last game. Uh, it does suck for Palms. He rings one off the uh, crossbar in OT, and then 
a sick ass goal <laughs> happened. Yeah. A very Peter Forsberg ass um, NHL 20 dangle goal on McKenzie. He did his absolute best. At some point, the Forge for the Devils have to just score and shoot out. This is terrible to watch. Um, but congrats to the Flyers, man. Guys are uh, broke up, broke a lost streak. Hart looked better. Um, I think the Devils looked better as a team the past two games. I just, the, the, obviously, they signed a goaltender. We'll see where things go. But right now, when you're talking about the Metropolitan Division, you're just looking at the top and going, man, that's an unsurmountable mountain with Washington, the Pins. Um, it's going to be a tough, it's uphill for both of our teams. I'll say that. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, I'm nowhere near confident, as I would say. And I, I kept saying this over the last week, even though they've dropped in points. But I'm like, I am this close to jumping on this Buffalo bandwagon, man. They are looking great. And that's a team I wanted to win so badly last year, and then they didn't. They're one of those teams I think the wheels might fall off, honestly. I hope not, uh, man. I do. I mean, fuck Buffalo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Buffalo fans. But seriously, yeah. Like, fuck, maybe fuck Buffalo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, to me, their goaltending looks shaky. And that's coming from a Devils fan. Um, but they played really, really well defensively. And uh, I guess they got some, they got some stuff happening out there with Eichel and some really good forwards. It's going to be interesting to see what they do for sure. Uh, they may be. I mean, if you're looking at New York, New Jersey teams, they're definitely the cream of the crop at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 going to be exciting. I know it's not going to be as boring as last season because last season was just it was horrible for most of the Metropolitan Division. Um, but there's it's I don't know. It, it's looking really good this season. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Mr. Brad Marchand. <laughs> you just you love to hate on Bradley. <laughs> this is not He's hating on Bradley. This chilling is chilling there with his Long Island iced tea <laughs> and his polo with the turned up collar and his freaking I'm gonna I'm gonna guess diesel jeans. Diesel. He seems like a guy that would wear the uh, the toe shoes out in public. Oh yeah, definitely. just as his daily shoe. For sure, as a Von Dutch hat. So he gets popped by <laughs> he gets popped by um, Couture behind the net in the San Jose game. Gets popped. It's a clean hit, nothing dirty. He pops up. <laughs> they go to fight, and then we see basically the equivalent of a very very shitty WWE match <laughs> where they just kind of wrestle. Like I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know if any like hands were thrown. They both dropped gloves, and it's like almost they didn't realize that they were fighting each other. It's like they're friends, like drunk friends. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) why are we even doing this right now? That's what it kind of seemed like. Um, Any thoughts on uh, Mr. Marshan and his uh, weird (laughs) weird fight with Couture? Which, I mean, after that, they should have both gotten misconduct penalties. (laughs) They should get 10 minutes for that shit, not Paul Mary. Look, you're just witnessing the very the the beginnings of a beautiful relationship. <laughs> like, like I look at it and I just I picture the Titanic music. 
<laughs> it's it's perfect. It goes so nicely. Someone needs to edit that in there because that is absolutely beautiful. That is true love happening on the ice. True love between yes. Marshan and Couture. Like, Even hey. pushes them up against the boards a little bit. <laughs> it's just they... it gets the more you watch it, the worse it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it really is bad. I mean, like if you're watching the entire game. <laughs> It's it, like live. It probably didn't seem as bad, but now that it's just yeah, out like there. Yeah, like someone posted a repeating <laughs> gif of this, and I'm just watching and picking up everything. Um, also, just found his soulmate. So Chara almost got into a fight also. <laughs> and, I just uh, want to see one more fight from him. Just one more. Um, he had no takers. So that was a, another thing <laughs> that happened. I guess Evander Kane's the only guy that's got enough balls to try to fight Zadino Chara nowadays. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of these reactions to this fight I've seen from an affair to remember that said this is a very strange love affair. <laughs> it was it was very weird. Like like I said, it seems like Marshane was pissed that he got bumped against the boards and then dropped gloves. And it was like him and Katora boys. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize it was you, man. It's like when you're in a mosh pit, you know? And your friend hits you really hard, and then you turn around and you're like, I'm going to nail this guy. And you're like, ah, oh, no, never mind. Oh, it's just Jeff. It's just Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Told Damn you no crowd Jeff. killing. <laughs> uh, that's what it came off to me as. So I, I think I labeled this in my note as Marshan is a hugger. <laughs> just like, so. it's beautiful. It, it was a beautiful <laughs> moment in the hockey. Paul wraps both of his arms around him. I mean, it kind of showed all of, like, if you think about it from a movie standpoint, it showed you a bunch of emotions. It showed you Marshan being very disappointed by getting boarded, very angry, and then love. Falling in love (laughs) just right there on the ice in front of a Bruins fan. Yes. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit. The Devils are actually playing this team tonight, and they've been doing very well. Carolina looks solid. Uh, I still think their goaltending is a little shaky. We'll see what happens. Um, but Carolina, did you see the surge they did with the Halloween celebration? <laughs> I didn't, actually. I heard it was really cool, but I didn't see it. So uh, they win the game, and um, their surge was one of the players skated off the ice and got behind, like, the, um, I guess, where Pierre would stand, kind of in between. <laughs> and then the first player skates up, and he fake knocks on the door, and then he just starts handing out candy. <laughs> to each of the players on the team and then tosses it back. I know some people hate the Carolina Annex. If this is your biggest problem with hockey is that you hate that Carolina is having fun game celebrations. Yeah, fuck like, you, dude. That's yeah, just like, that's just fun to watch, man. It just it you never see athletes loosening up like that. It's fun. I enjoy it and if they uh search tonight and do something really Thanksgiving Ask against the Devils. I won't be upset about it. I mean, it sucks. It always sucks when your team loses, but like the other team should be able to celebrate their win. Like I have no problem with it. Yeah. I'm not going to put on my uh, pink flamenco (laughs) jacket and start yelling about how they're a bunch of jerks or whatever. (laughs) Don Cherry style. Um, I mean, sports in general, like celebrations are a big part of the sport, man. Like I I have absolutely no problem problem with it and i thought this was super cute uh, with, with the halloween candy especially because yes. they just started throwing the candy backwards to the fans yeah which is cool. exactly the only thing that would have been better is if they formulated like they modified the t-shirt canon to just fire a steady stream of candy into the audience 
That'd be dope. Until someone takes <laughs> some raisinets to the eye. <laughs> and there's a souvenir for a lucky fan. Head so Ovechkin. <laughs> Russian machine, no break. Uh, Mr. Ovechkin says, Toronto Maple Leafs are selfish. Apparently he hurts Babcock's feelings. <laughs> so I know you hate Babcock the most. So I'm going to go ahead and let you <laughs> I just picture lead off with sitting this in his little lair. With, with his his weird flames and his Tesla coils and shit, and he's gonna be like, "How best can I play this?" And he just it's the, it's the dude choosing the two buttons, like be a dick about it or just say, "I really hurt my feelings." I did. I see it. I see the look in his goblin ass looking face. I mean, the worst is the comment kind of comes on the heels of Ovechkin just lighting their team up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. He, he was like, they should have beaten us because we didn't play that well. And, like, they're selfish. They don't want to play. <laughs> he said, uh, hold on, let me pull up the exact quote because I don't want to misquote Russian Machine. No. Veshkin over here trying to fight me or give yeah, me cereal. Freaking knock down your door. So he, he, he got taken a little bit out of context. He said, there's still a young group of guys, and I hope they're going to learn. Again, it's up to them to learn how they want to do it, if they want to play for themselves or if they want to win a Stanley Cup, which coming from Ovechkin is a fair for, point. <laughs> yes. So for, for years and years, people said Ovechkin was a selfish player and uh, he scores a lot of goals and he's never going to get over the hump while Crosby, you know, is not as selfish. And I, I would debate the fact that you have a, getting Malkin, you become a little less selfish, Crosby, but um <laughs> Sydney. It's your real name. Yeah. Sid the adult. It's um, probably like Ian or something stupid. All jokes aside, I mean this this got taken way out of context and apparently hurt Babcock's feelings and a lot of the Maple Leafs won't even comment on it. And I if you're Austin Matthews and you hear Alexander Ovechkin say this, maybe you think about your game a little bit. Um, I don't think he meant it as an insult. It just sucks that they also got beat. Yeah. <laughs> like, by the Capitals pretty hard, specifically with him scoring some goals. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, Ovechkin's on streak to beat Gretzky's goal-scoring record. Um, and then this presents this presents a tough question. If he does surpass Wayne Gretzky, can he be called the greatest hockey player of all time? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, no, no, he can't. It's an honest question. I mean, the honest question is: I mean, this man has the most assists, most points, most goals. Yeah, and, in this uh, era of hockey. Which is different from the era of hockey that Wayne Gretzky played in. Oh, if you're saying of this era, I would say of this era, it's got to be Sidney Crosby. It's not even no, close. No, no, I refuse to give that. I refuse to give him that. All right, fine. Then it's Brodeur. He's, He's the, the assistant to the regional manager of great hockey players. <laughs> the assistant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you would have to go Cros. I can't think of anyone that's better than Crosby. Honestly. Ovechkin, man, I gotta give it to Ovechkin. I just, it's hard. When you look at the championships, man, it's really hard to do that. I mean, I guess I could just be I, – I guess I could be Sweden and just say Malkin, actually. <laughs> Malkin. Because <laughs> I love Malkin so much. Um, 
No. Yeah, so Babcock's exact quote was like, I think he knows it because he lived it. If you look at Steve Eiserman, he lived it. A lot of guys live it until they're 30, Babcock said. You've got to decide whether you wait until you're 30 or do you want to figure it out now. It's the ultimate team game, and you've got to sacrifice individual rights for the team rights. I say it all the time. It's the two points in the game, and it has nothing to do with the points you get yourself. It's a process for young guys. Everybody in Toronto is in a rush all the time. I get it, but that's not pro sports, really. So basically, Babcock agreed with him. Yeah, that was an actual <laughs> nice answer, and now I hate him slightly less. <laughs> <laughs> but let me continue. <laughs> You've got to keep building and building and building and steady on the rudder, keep going through things, matchups, learning to play with lead, learning how to be patient, not turn the puck over, shift link, all the things that you're just a good player and you haven't had to deal uh, all the things that you're just a good player and you haven't had to deal with. You just got to deal with it. If you want to win in the national hockey league, look at St. Louis. There's just reality of the situation. One or look at St. Louis. I said St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, Marty St. Louis too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> look at the age of St. Louis. That's just the reality of the situation. One thing about it gets your attention. It hurts your feelings probably a little bit. So, you know, that's 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 a nice answer. <laughs> it was a really good answer, and he makes yeah. a lot of points about his team, but his team also hates him. Yeah. Especially with the contract hold out Seattle over the past two years, players complaining about shifling. Um, they do come off kind of selfish, and uh, I don't know. I mean, basically, <laughs> Babcock was like, Ovechkin's preaching to the choir over here. It hurts my feelings, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, did you? I read it that way. <laughs> he's like, buddy, you're not telling me anything I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I wish I coached the Capitals. It's not like that. Um, I mean, Ovechkin. I think I like I like the comment where he says, I think I think he knows it because he lived it, which is I that's, how that's you would have to feel to about say. it. That's recognition. Um, but Ovechkin has turned a corner, and I think he plays with a lot better team he's had a lot better goaltending i think he would have more cups if he had better goaltending uh specifically yeah. some of those games against stuff uh, for sure i just hope this i hope this bag pops this babcock situation doesn't turn out to be like this nickelback situation that we just dealt with where i'm like hey wait why do i hate that guy <laughs> whose pants are around their feet yeah. <laughs> that's why like, you hate man. I, I just can't believe that there was some good nickelback songs when i spent so many years hating them so the Predators got a retro jersey. It's not. It's it's pretty cool. I'll give it that. I'm not giving it. It's cool. I think it's. St- it can't be retro if you've never worn it before. You just made <laughs> a new goddamn jersey. It's retro inspired. <laughs> no. There's fine print. You need to read it, Christopher. <laughs> it's stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> It can't be a retro jersey if, one, your team's only been around for, like, less than 20 years, and, two, it's not even retro of the version of your team's jersey that was around 20 years ago. No, man. It's like, I look at it, and it just reminds me of Waffle House. It's the Waffle House colors. I mean, it is the Waffle House colors, but that doesn't mean that I have to, that doesn't mean (laughs) that I have to like it. I think it's stupid. You like this jersey? I mean, I I think it works. I, I like Retro style shit, though, man. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, but it's like the Abercrombie kind of, of retro. Like, oh no, that would that's that's Brad Marchand's new line. <laughs> yeah, the Brad Marchand line. Yes. 
we're putting baby bears on shoes and selling them to folks. Yes. Uh, Want to grow your hair like I do? <laughs> look at it. Look at me. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, oh, I hate Brad Marchand so much. Sorry, Brad Marchand fans. You can uh, you can get me at <laughs> Chris R Patton on Twitter, <laughs> and you cannot get me because I am a fan of Brad Marchand and his antics. Uh, NHL injuries. I guess we'll go a little bit, in, and there are some key ones here. Yeah, there's some big time ones. I'm kind of surprised. I didn't expect uh, some of these. And there's one that I'm very curious about. It's it's not a, a huge player, but Patrick Eves is uh, out for the season with il- illness. Do you know anything about what his illness is? I do not. I'm going to be honest. I don't even uh, know who he is. What team does he play for? Oh, so he got diagnosed with a neurological disorder, and I apologize if I slaughter this. It's a Gillian Barre syndrome, which I pro- like. I said I probably slaughtered this. Um, he played for the Ducks. He also played for the Wings. I think he played. I want to say he played for Tampa. I could be wrong. Um, decent player, massive beard. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking uh, at the picture now. Yeah, he specific. I I specifically remember him playing with a. He played for the Wings for like I think half a season, and then he played for the Ducks, and he also played for the Stars. He's he's kind of a grindy player, not one that you would hear a lot about. But that I don't like. I said I don't know a lot about this illness, but um, it seems like it attacks your immune system. Oh and man, he's out for an entire year. So sending well thoughts to him. He diagnosed on nine twenty nine. Um, hope all goes well. Ryan Kessler out for the season. He's got hip surgery. Ah, oh, man. That's, uh, that's a big loss. Um, and this is just all Anaheim. <laughs> like, yeah, Anaheim's <laughs> got, some, got some injuries. Um, Yamerson is on injured reserve with a fractured fibula and is expected to miss up to three months. Marion Hosa, he it's also is listed with illness, season. but he's been out he's for out a while. For yeah, we know that's just a contract buyout. Brad Richardson also contract buyout, basically. He's been held out. Previous three games, the upper body injury will not return. So Saturday against the Avalanche, which this was from uh, this is from today. Um, I'm actually surprised that Richardson's even playing because it kind of seemed like a contract move to Arizona. Boston. Not, not anyone really notable that's going to hurt them i guess kevin kevin miller being out indefinitely um probably for the season with a fractured kneecap uh which just saying a fractured kneecap does does that not make you cringe a little yeah bit? <laughs> just makes me think someone tuned him up with a tire iron yeah. uh jimmy vesey is out for buffalo and zach uh i always pronounce his name right bogazian bogazian how do, how do you Bogosian. pronounce it? Bogosian. Okay. Bogosian. Yeah, he's on the injured reserve list. He's got a hip oh, surgery. Zach the bag. He's a great player, so that really sucks for them. He's been out this entire month. They seem to still be doing okay, so uh, nothing too terrible. Also, Scandella, uh, former big name as a D player, suffered a lower body injury. He's got two, three weeks to recover. Calgary, no notables. Carolina, no notables. Chicago, Connor Murphy's out. Um 
he's expected to come back middle of November, so just a few weeks. Oh, I'd say uh, Yuso Valimaki for Calgary was a good player. I uh, who did he play for last year? He is he is a decent player. I think so he's he, a young player too. So he's not on my. Yeah, no, he is. Okay. Yeah, he tore his ACL, which yeah, when it says mid February, that's a that's a very generous timetable. Let's say that because if he's injured now, that's giving him six or seven months to come back from an ACL injury as a left wing skater. Um, I would almost assume that he's probably out for the season. Yeah. Uh, Landeskog and Ratnan for Colorado both yeah, big losses. Two very big losses. Landeskog is out indefinitely. No timetable on his return. And Ratnan, he's got a left ankle injury, and once again, no timetable. But he, the assumption is that he will be back at some point. I don't know that Langeskog is coming back this year. We'll we'll see once we get towards December and they have the All Star break. But um, that is really really rough for yeah. Colorado. Um, That's I, two of their biggest players. Yeah, and they and I feel like they had a little bit of a. I think they had a good team going into the season. I'm, I'm not a huge Colorado fan, but from everything I've seen, the games they played and stuff, yeah, Lendeskogs looked good up until his injury. Yeah. Um, and that team kind of rolled last year a little bit unexpectedly. But yeah, that's gonna take them back a little bit. Columbus, Dubinsky, that's probably the biggest one. Um, I haven't watched a lot of Columbus this year, so I don't have any comments on their team. Uh, yeah, I haven't either. So that's one that I can't really speak on. Uh, Martin Hansel, once again, he's one of those players where it's kind of just a – for Dallas, he's just one of those players where it's almost a contract thing. Uh, Roman Pollock, same thing. He, It says he fractured his sternum. He'll spend an undetermined period on the injured reserve list. A fractured sternum just sounds – Yeah, dude, that's bad. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um. Danny Kaiser's out. He's got an ankle injury. That really sucks for the Red Wings because he is probably, right now, their best def- defenseman. Um, Franzen's still on their injured reserve. Zetterberg, obviously, on their injured reserve. And Luke Lindening, who is one of the best penalty killers in the league. I know this. I've watched a lot of Red Wing games. He's just absolutely phenomenal on Facebook and clearing – or face-off, not Facebook. He's awesome <laughs> on Facebook. Um, he's on the injured reserve list with an upper body injury. He's going to miss two to four weeks. That's probably the biggest one out of that. Let me see if there's any key injuries. Uh, Larson being out with a fractured fibula. That hurts Edmonton, even though I think Larson's not that great. And thank you, Edmonton, for shipping us Taylor Hall. Um, LA's got no injured players. Montreal's. Uh, no one of note. Keep scrolling. The Islanders ever lays out. That's you know a semi big deal for them, but they seem like yeah. they've done okay. Ladd is out and Matt Martin is out. Um, their timetable looks like they're going to be coming back in like three or four weeks, so nothing huge there. Zabanajad, he's been held out of two games. Seems like he's coming back uh, for the Rangers, Ottawa. Um. Anisimov is probably the biggest one. And, I would say uh, Thomas uh, Thomas Chabot is. Uh, he's he's a solid playmaker. Um, so that's a pretty big loss for them, and that's a neck injury too. So you never know. Yeah, he seems like he's only going to be out one week. So I don't know if yeah. he's just got a, like a stinger or something. Uh, Anisimov is going to be out until middle 
to the end of November, as far as I yeah. can tell. Um, Philly, you guys escaped with well, very Scott Lawton. Yeah, Scott Lawton's a good winger. Um, he's a goal scorer, uh, so that's that sucks for them. I mean, it's it's only till the end of this month, so I mean that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got a broken finger. I mean, if they really needed him to, he could play, but yeah. they seem to be doing fine without him, so don't rush it. Uh, Hornquist is out for Pittsburgh. Once again, they're one of those teams that escaped injury surprisingly well at the beginning of the season. In the big one, I think the biggest of all – well, there's two. Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah. Five months. Yeah, that's – jeez, that's rough. That is about as rough as it can get for losing a player. I think he is like, I, I don't want to say he's the heart and soul of that team, but he did a he, hell of he a lot. To, is. Yeah. He did a hell of a lot to get them to the uh, playoffs, and then obviously he didn't actually get to play in the Stanley Cup, which sucks for him. I think he's a great player. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. There's he's very so little cool to too. hate about him. Yeah. Um, even though he's not on my team, I kind of wish he was on my team. He's one of those players. Um, and another one. For Tampa. Two. I would say two, because Hedman's just as important as uh, Maroon is. I would say Hedman is way more important. This yeah, I would say that, but Maroon's also a playmaker. He is, but Hedman plays like 30, 20, I would say 26 to 30 minutes a night. That's terrible for their defense, and it showed when they played the Devils, and Devils dropped seven on them. Um, he's listed as out indefinitely. That's, I mean, his ability to move the puck and cover the points and his penalty kill ability. He, he's Victor Hedman is one of my favorite defensemen in the entire league. So that for their team, that's really rough. That's a hard one to get away from. Yeah. Uh, and then we go into Toronto and the, the biggest one here, <laughs> the, the biggest one here. I mean, Muzzin, I guess, yeah. uh, but Tavares is probably recovering from a broken finger, not playing against you guys tonight. So that's good. Nope. But he's nope. gonna come. He's gonna come back. He's gonna play with that broken finger more than likely. <laughs> um, Vancouver comes out with an ankle injury. He twisted it. He's gonna be back. Uh, that's probably the biggest one. Michael Furland uh, is also out. Upper. There's no timetable for him. It's just an upper body injury. He could be playing for all we know. Uh, now we get down to your other favorite team. Yeah. Vegas. Flurry's out with a flu. Subban is Sub- hurt. Who is, can play? Who is playing net for them? Right I don't. Now? I don't know the third. Li- I don't know the third string goalie. <laughs> <laughs> because they're playing tonight against the the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, let me let me let me take a look to see if I know the player who it is. Because, I mean, good gosh, that's that's both the goalies. <laughs> that's bad. You're gonna be calling up. Uh, Luongo to see if he wants to come out of retirement. Hey, man, you like. want to come play? Do us a solid real quick. <laughs> Do a solid. Stretch it out, Luongo. Yeah, man. Give it a give it a give it a go. Have a real go of it, you know. <laughs> All right. Let's see who. What's what do we got for the lineups? I don't think they've released the lineups. Oh well, maybe. All right. Yeah. No, it doesn't even. <laughs> It doesn't yeah. even have a goalie on here. It just <laughs> says goaltender comparison: Mark Andre Fleury, Malcolm Subban. It's possible. Maybe Subban has a flu game. He blocks like 58 goals with the flu. That's possible. I mean, it says he's out today and that he's not going to dress. 
But being that they have no other goaltender, and it's yeah, like I'm looking funny. at their roster, and there's no third goalie here. So um, he might be there. Bufflin suspended for failing to report to camp for Winnipeg, which is like damn it, gives, Buff. gives a shit. Uh, just let him play. Line A's out. Um, Line A watch. Latest <laughs> two's out. Which he has some kind of weird vibe. That's right. He's uh, yeah, he's been out for a while. He has a, a heart condition, so thoughts go out to him. Forget about that. Yeah. Apologies. Uh, Same to Nolan Patrick too, because Nolan Patrick hasn't come back either. He's still dealing with that migraine issue. Yeah, he has that concussion syndrome. That's almost like the um, there was that great receiver that played for the Minnesota Vikings for yeah. One year, and he also had something very similar. That's very scary as a hockey player, especially when you're yeah. taking those kind of hits. Um, and he's a young kid, too. I think that pretty much wraps up the injuries. Uh, obviously, thoughts go out to all these guys. It's been a it's, – it's some tough sledding. There's some big names on this list. Obviously, yeah. you don't have your McDavid's or your – Tarasenko's a hell of a hit to take if you're uh, St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I would say out of all of these injuries, that's going to be the hardest one for them to come back from. But then again, he was out for the playoffs and they won a Stanley Cup. So that team knows how to rally together. It does really suck for him as a player. He, he seems like, I don't want to say he's injury prone, but he's had a string of bad luck with injuries. And um, five months, he could come back. If they make the playoffs, he'll be he'll be there. He'll be ready yeah. by then, yeah. but that's uh, that's really sucks. It's also surgery on his left shoulder. Yeah. So you always get that: is his shot going to be affected? How is he going to play? That kind of thing. Um, yeah, that very well could be. It just sucks. I like Cherisinko a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess let's let's move on a little bit here. What else do we have? Sveshnikov's lacrosse goal. This thing blew up the internet. Were you as impressed by it as other people? I mean, if you're good at hockey nine times out of ten, you're going to be somewhat decent at lacrosse. It's it's very similar in some aspects. Um, but no, I mean, Svechnikov's a great athlete, so I mean, I'm sure he'd just be good at whatever you threw him into. I mean, the whole thing is he picked up the puck on the blade of his stick and popped it in like he was uh, behind the net. He picks it up on the blade of his stick, pops it in. It's a good goal, but it's also like, where the hell was the defense? <laughs> like, I mean, he probably could have just you wrapped see an opening. It. You take the opening. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's not on him. Uh, he had a good game that I think he had two goals that game, um, and everyone lost their mind on the internet. Like it was like most <laughs> the greatest goal of the season so far. It was no. a greasy goal, and it did look really nice, but. Uh, not not one for me as far as greatest goals, uh, but I thought we should bring it up because everyone seems super hyped about it. It was a great goal. He had a good game. No, Travis Konechny's uh, goal at the beginning of the season was the greatest goal of the season. We all know this. I mean, Blake, Col- Blake Coleman going down and backhanding it on the ice mm-hmm. in that first Devils game was pretty fucking nuts. Uh, yeah, I say that. Good then I think about Pasternak's like between the legs backhand shot. Yeah, like, and he was in, you know, when you're in the center of the ice behind, besides behind the net, like, I mean, like I said, it's a greasy goal. It was very much a, uh, almost like a movie goal, <laughs> like how it happened. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Good, good on him, though, like I said. 
Let's see. Oh, go ahead and uh, <coughs> you got let me just go ahead and you. cough. Yeah, just keep coughing. Are you still dying, by the way? No, man. No, I'm good. I just swallowed some water wrong. Nah, I'm going to pull uh, up the NHL three stars. Um, oh, I got Let's see. Would it blow your mind if I told you that currently Jack Eichel, Zabanajad, and Drysidle? Well, actually, Jack Eichel and Zabanajad are tied at 60 points at the top of the league. And they have two first stars this year. Um, and also, Linus, I gotta pronounce his name wrong, Woolmark is. At 60 points in two stars, top of the league as far as stats go. He's hosting a, you know, because they basically, if you, I don't know if you guys have looked at the three stars for NHL and how they rate these, it's it's by player. So you'll see, like, he's a goaltender, he's got three wins, one shutout, a save percentage of 0.915, which is really good. Um, kind of crazy as far as how the voting goes and stuff, but. There's some big names up here. Dry Settle, uh, Connor Hellebuck, who blocked 51 shots the other night in a win for Winnipeg. He's yeah, that's nuts. He's got a .927 six wins and a shoot, uh, shutout. Um, he's making a hard, hard contention for the Vienza if he keeps this up. I think it's going to be very, very hard to pass him. Uh, he's had a great season so far. Connor McDavid, obviously, six goals, 17 assists, 23 points already in the season. Any surprising names on here besides Dry? I mean, Dry is a little surprising because he has 13 goals and 13 assists. I didn't expect him to put in as many goals as he has already. Obviously, it helps when you're being fed uh, by Connor McDavid, who takes just so much ice up. Um, I mean, he's obviously the greatest player, so why shouldn't he be up there? <laughs> Who, Dreisaitl or Connor McDavid? <laughs> Connor McDavid. I mean, Dreisaitl's just as good. I mean, he's freaking filthy. Crazy thing is, like, Vander Kane is also on this list. He's got seven goals, four assists, and 11 points. And for his team, that's a huge deal because the Sharks have uh, they've been okay, but not great. We'll say that for sure. So um, I I have a I have a sidebar here. So I pulled up what I thought was the NHL three stars of the week, and it's giving me three different names. And I'm looking at Austin Matthews, and he's got this like desperado pedophile mustache, and it is just it is wonderful. Like it's like a pencil mustache. The three stars, as far as I I know, is uh, Carlson, Drysaitl, and Pasternak, who all have had pretty great games. Thus oh, well, this one's telling me it's Mika Zibanejad, Anthony Mantha, and Austin Matthews. Yeah. So, I mean, that lines up with kind of this list. Uh, yeah. Apparently we got some – I mean, I'm just kind of looking at the top ten here. We'll just move along. We'll just go out of this. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just go. We'll free, we're free balling it. We'll just pretend that this segment never happened, and so will the listeners. <laughs> yes. So, By the way, we love you, listeners. Yes, we, we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Don't buy that Pred Spreadshirt jersey. Don't let the NHL take your money with this Abercrombie shit. Hey, you know what? You do whatever you want to do. I'm sure it'll be featured in the Brad Marchand line. Uh, 
Ooh. Brought to you by Ed Hardy. <laughs> so uh, one thing we wanted to talk and do for a while is talk about some hockey movies. Yes. <laughs> yes, well, yes. So let's start this out. What is your favorite hockey movie? My favorite hockey movie... It's such a toss-up because, you know, on the one hand, you kind of have to say Slapshot because it's everyone's default favorite uh, hockey movie. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be – I'm going to jump out of the box. I'm going to be real unpopular. If I have to say my current favorite hockey movie, it will be Goon. I love Goon so much. I've seen it so many times. I love Goon as well. If I had to pick a second favorite, that would be it. By far, like with a dagger, Slapshot, love Paul Yeah. Bain incredible it's hard to pick against there's so many good i know there. but you, you gotta you gotta you gotta switch it up every now and again you would say that you brought your fucking toys with you didn't you yeah <laughs> fucking a right i did uh that that movie's great um but there's one that we wanted to talk about we kept talking about it before the show the yes. mighty ducks yes you see way back when in the late <laughs> 90s and early 2000s <laughs> I was a fat little Jewish kid who happened to be a fan of the Philadelphia Flyers. Naturally, this movie was my escape. I love this movie <laughs> so much. God, I love this movie. I related more to the drunken lawyer <laughs> who has to do community service. Yeah. Uh, so let's start it from the beginning. You only get one shot. Misses the goal by a quarter inch. His coach berates him. He becomes, I guess, the most winningest lawyer in Minnesota, which I believe is where this movie takes place. Yeah, Minneapolis. He's driving his Corvette, listening to what I can only assume is what Chad Kruger did before Nickelback. Um, gets pulled over. Sent. He defends himself in court. The judge realizes that he's a slippery lawyer. Gives him community service. Gotcha, bitch. The owner of the law firm says, hey, for your community service, you can just, you know, coach this hockey team. He goes there. He gets a sponsorship. They become the Mighty Ducks. But before they were the Mighty Ducks, they were District 5. Yes. He pulls out on the ice in his limo because he's an asshole. God, I feel like I'm there. (laughs) There's Goldberg farting. In all his glory. <laughs> farting. Yes. Uh, Truly the formative to my childhood. There's the guy that basically is just a heckler at a baseball game. Charlie Conway's there. He doesn't appreciate this new coach. He doesn't think they need a coach. He's basically the player coach. He is the Paul Newman of this movie. <laughs> it's goddamn embarrassing. <laughs> So anyways, you meet the team, and they suck. They lose the first two games. He doesn't want to coach them. They don't want to be coached by him. They hate each other. And uh, he tries to convince them to cheat to win. And by cheating to win, I mean just, like, basically doing wrestling. So, like, if if you go against the boards, grab your eye like it's cut, and then fall over <laughs> to get a penalty, <laughs> which, like, you know, for the first five years of Sidney Crosby's career, he took to heart. He was like Emilio Estevez, greatest coach of all time. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll take the side. 
they slowly become the Mighty Ducks. And then they play, if I'm not mistaken, I'm doing this all from memory, by the way. They play the Big Bad Hawks. Yes. Which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was Al Pacino's driver's name in Scarface. But probably not. No, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Gordon Bombay has a history with this team. Yes, sir. He ring it off the, sh- the the post he's he's not even a has-been he was a never was even oh. though he's like the most winningest lawyer in minnesota and makes way more than this peewee hockey coach <laughs> this um. is a petty movie <laughs> <laughs> yes that time that you missed this peewee penalty shot to find your entire life asshole yes. I, it was me the whole time I wish that he would have just pulled the two chains and been like, I make so much money, I can buy your bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just throws a stack of money down and buys the building. It's like, are you serious? Um, anyways, so he's like, you're right. They don't deserve to be here. In fact, they don't even deserve to live because he's being sarcastic. But the little asshole with the backwards cap and the denim jacket that's like kind of barely in any of the rest of the movies tells yeah. the rest of the team that he's an asshole and the only player that skates on the ice is charlie conway and the only reason he's there is because his mom's banging the coach um <laughs> you're not my real stepdad <laughs> you're not my dad <laughs> and anyways we Drank get some, all my like, mountain dew we get some awkwardness where they go ice skating together right don't they go into like some kind of ice or did this happen i think this happens after yeah. He's like, you shouldn't be apologizing to me. You should be apologizing to Charlie. And then he talks about like how his dad all like all, all the boyfriends bail as soon as they see him and stuff. And I was like, eh, as much as you fucking whine in this movie, I'd probably bail too. Yeah. Uh, 